There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to part two of this week's Clash of the Titles, Fanuary, the podcast that this January pits two movies with something in common picked by fans of the show and puts them in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. On Monday's episode, we went Dutch as Arnie faced off against the Predator and today we're going native, specifically Native American, as the Old West gets painted blood red and a young warrior must prove herself and not become 2022's prey. Brother sent us to bring you home. Where is he? I saw it. Saw what? I saw what left those tracks. Okay. I couldn't see it until it was covered in blood, but it looked like like a moot beats. You saw a monster from a children's story? It Stop! Enough! <laughs> 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 So which film will we be polishing up as a trophy and which will self-destruct? We'll have a winner at the end of the show, so let's get it on. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken! Hello, Clash Potters. I'm smarter than a beaver. I'm also <laughs> Alex Zane. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Chris Tilly. Fine. <laughs> she's Vicky. She's, yeah. she's here. Uh, so, part two of our first Clash of the Titles Fanuary, and it's the Predator punch up that is Predator versus Prey. As you well know, one film will be declared the winner at the verdict at the end of the show. Still time, though. Still time to get in your suggestions. Any clash that you fancy that you've had mulling over in your mind, give us an email, show at clashpod.com. Mm-hmm. Get it in. You yeah. want a reason, though, don't you? You want a reason. Yeah, had some great reasons, had some lovely emails. Thank you to everyone who's emailed in. I think at last count, we were up to 441 suggestions. Wowzers. Which means we should probably take it into February, shouldn't we? February we are doing, I thought it was decided. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was, I think in the last episode, Alex was a bit vague. The week before, he sure. was very definite. But what I will say is, if we're doing that, we need your 
alternative romance pairing for Valentine's. Ooh, we yeah. do an alternative Valentine pairing. What have we done? We did Hellraiser and the Fly one year. Mm. It was Fatal Attraction. Yeah, Fatal Attraction, Basic Instinct yeah. one year. So, yeah, we don't just want to go down the sweet romantic route. We want something a bit darker. Yeah, give us something shocking for Valentine's Day because love is dead. Great. <laughs> Let's do this. On Monday, I explained how the day was saved by mud, mud, Glorious mud in Predator, which means today Chris is heading back to 1719 for his mocker sins. <laughs> that was shit. Merry wow. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Quick reminder this is the final week before Christmas, so things, things have got pretty loose. Uh, Chris takes on a journey. The newest entry in the Predator franchise, Prey is an all-new action thriller set in the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. It is the story of a young woman, Naru, a fierce and highly skilled warrior who has been raised in the shadow of some of the most legendary hunters who roam the Great Plains. So when danger threatens her camp, she sets out to protect her people. The prey she stalks and ultimately confronts turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal, resulting in a vicious and terrifying showdown between the two adversaries. Is that from Wikipedia? <laughs> no, but those aren't my words. Those are the words of 20th Century Studios, whose official production notes will be forming the backbone of this section of the podcast because I was on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but first things first, when did you first see Prey? Uh, about three days ago. Excellent. I've been saving it, haven't I? Because yes. I was told to save it. I, I did watch the trailer quite a bit and I thought the trailer was awesome. I have one issue with the trailer, which mm. really disappointed me when we get to it in the film. Okay. Interesting. Intriguing. Yeah. Alex? Uh, I watched it once with wine, so I was very, very keen <laughs> my to watch it again. My, my best buddy. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was whining and whining. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't remember a lot of it. But So it was great to watch it. It felt a little bit like a first watch, but I remember loving it the first time, so I was excited mm. to watch it again. It's, uh, I mean, I said it on Monday, this is such a good pairing, and I'm so pleased we waited <laughs> for Prey, because this is such a close fight this week. I saw this um, in a cinema. Did Which I feel very lucky about. Oh yeah, because um, of the job. And there was an early screening of it for journalists, which is why I have the production notes. It never got a, fil- it never got a cinema release, it did didn't it, get, it? No, it did not get a theatrical release. Right. But it's one of those where as soon as I got out, I was um, texting my colleagues at work saying, it's bloody good. Mm. We've got to get on this one. And we ended up doing interviews with, with the cast and the director, which I've got some nice quotes from. And I'm pretty sure I texted you guys as well and said, this is great. You did, yeah. A, see it. And B, I think we can do this with Predator. Do we not fall under the banner of colleagues at work? It feels like you call colleagues at work like professional people who you work That's with true. and I'm, I'm a bit I think I'm a bit, I think I'm a bit offended because he said he did, I'm right he just went I, I texted my colleagues at work and then he went I also told you to and it's sort of like well, what are we you were my friend oh awkward yeah, yeah. It, means we, it means we're fucking yeah he's my, oh yeah I forgot uh, yeah keep wow. up Jesus Christ Jesus. keep up call back yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry four days <laughs> <laughs> um, so, genesis of this movie. Um, so, uh, this all happened during the genesis. <laughs> oh literally, just literally reading, reading the notes. from the page. <laughs> you don't have to do this bit. <laughs> it, look, it's a really successful franchise. It's a well protected IP. Someone was like, "Fuck it, let's do another one." They yeah, did. Dan Crachtenberg. Yeah, he wanted to do ten Cloverfield one. Lane. Yeah, he was pitching this. <laughs> It's just like, is this like six degrees? <laughs> Take Cloverfield Day, cinema, film. He, he was pitching this, but they were already making The Predator with Shane Black. Yeah. What do you do? His idea was we could do what Star Wars is doing. Um, have this 
modern version going, but also have these sort of prequels running alongside, because that worked out so well for Star Wars, didn't it, in <laughs> yeah, the end? nothing wrong with that. Um, but his other idea, really, was why he wanted to do it, was to sneak an original concept into an existing IP. Yeah. So his producers, his fr- colleagues, his friends were telling him, you could just make this not a Predator, if, if they're not going to go with this right now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, but I really want it to be a Predator. Like, yeah. that's the idea. So, um, and where the idea came from is uh, Dan Trachtenberg being a big fan of the original film, but he couldn't see it when he was a kid. He was in third grade and he was not allowed to watch the movie and he says, I had a vivid memory of being in a car on the way to a karate tournament with all the boys who had just seen the film and they described the entire movie to me on the way to the tournament. One of the things that stuck out as they described it to me was a scene where Billy, the Native American, stood his ground on a bridge over a waterfall and fought the Predator. Eventually, when I saw the movie, the scene didn't happen. He cut himself and then screamed and it's all off camera. Uh, That bit I'd imagined wasn't actually in the movie, but is very much the genesis of this movie, Prey, Mm. which I think is so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is the movie Outlander should have been. Have you ever watched, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Jim Caviezel. Caviezel. Jim Caviezel. Yeah, I've seen it. It's great. We talked about doing it at some point. We talked about doing it with Predator, it, actually. It would actually yeah. work better with Prey. It's, it's basically, it's Predator versus Vikings, but it's not a Predator okay. movie, so the alien isn't quite as cool. Okay. Um, it was called Skulls when he wrote it, and even when they went into production, it was not called Prey. Um, his his idea, which never would have flown, but I would have loved it, was for them to uh, market the film with no reference to the Predators, so you just got a surprise when you were watching it. Um, listening to some interviews with him, um, he really was a big fan. He said that he once entered a competition in Nintendo Power magazine to to sketch a level on a on a Predator game. Cool. He didn't win, <laughs> okay. but he's won in the end. Yeah. Um, he said he was inspired by Fury Road. Um, and the lack of dialogue in that film to okay. try and make an action film that has very little dialogue. Interesting. Uh, and also Road Warrior. Mm-hmm. When when I came out and I texted one of my other colleagues mm-hmm. about seeing this film, uh, when we did the interviews, I said, ask about the dog. I think the dog... And it's ended up being the biggest story on Deserto, their website I work for. Yeah. Oh, we're allowed to do that now, are we? <laughs> I didn't realise. I didn't know that either. Perfect <laughs> <laughs> guy. <laughs> Let me on the telly. No, that's why he was like, well, did he get a cinema release? Was there a premiere? <laughs> oh, and, and who was doing that? Who hosted, who hosted the premiere? Oh, no, because I just asked oh, you. Like, no they, reason. They didn't, they didn't have one. That makes sense. <laughs> That makes sense. Because uh, no one called me. I'd have known. <laughs> uh, but Road Warrior as well was the other inspiration. As Trachtenberg said, it was a big inspiration for us having a badass um, and their dog. I love their having this buddy relationship with this creature, another animal amidst a predator film. And so... Um, That's the best bit. That's uh, it's, not, it's not my best scene, but I do love the bit where the, the, they've escaped from the trap that the trap has set. And the first thing she says is, I'll go get Sudi. Yes. Like, she goes for a dog. It's <laughs> yeah. like, amazing. Yeah. Uh, although Amber uh, Midthunder, who who is the star of the film, she said to us, uh, the dog was a hot mess. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) In a sweet way. She was not a movie dog. She was literally adopted to be in this movie and she just happened to be very high energy. She was a delight to have around. She was fun and playful. Um, uh, Sometimes she'd do things, sometimes she wouldn't. But obviously it all ended up fine because everybody loves her. Yeah. (laughs) I love that dog. Adorable. Uh, creature design. So Trachtenberg said, one of the things we wanted to do with the creature in this movie was make it look much more creature-like. He said, I adore the design of the original Predator and think that's one of the reasons why the franchise still exists, but I really wanted our Predator to feel much more alien and a little scarier. It is certainly scarier. Do you think? It's the mask. It's the helmet that it wears. It's that sort of half-skull helmet and it's got the mandibles. Because it looks like bone, yeah. It's because it looks like bone and you can see the mandibles even when it's wearing the helmet. That's true. So they devised the bone mask uh, to feel more ancient and archaic and more brutal but interweaving organic and tactile uh, and tact to feel cool and imposing is what he said. I think that's quite a weird thing about this film 
which is that it's obviously set hundreds of years before the original Predator. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the tech that this Predator has is way better than the 80s, than the 80s version of Predator. That net thing, which you actually see in Predator oh, yeah. 2, <laughs> but even in Predator 2, which is set even further in the future, the net isn't as cool as the way the net works in this movie. That feels like future tech for a Predator. Future net, yeah. I think. Mm. I, felt like, I thought they'd done quite a good job of making it feel like it's a, just steps behind. It's like early iterations of what's to come. No, I really it still has to look cool, though, doesn't it? That's exactly. the thing. It still has to be effective. Fucking net scene. Oh, I know. Amazing. Uh, Dane DiLiegro uh, ended up playing the Predator. Uh, the shortest actor to play the Predator yet at six foot eight. Okay. But he was sort of a professional basketball player. I think he played in Europe. And so, and he, I've seen him, he's relatively skinny for, for, I guess, Kevin Peter Hall was as well. But the idea is, is that Trachtenberg didn't want the character sort of lumbering around like a WWE wrestler, mm. which in some of the films, it does look like that. Mm, sure. And so it, it does have, uh, you know, it, it's, it's swift, isn't it when, yeah. it? when it moves. I love the way it moves in this. It's incredible. The leaping between the trees, that whole fight with the trappers. Oh, yeah. What have, have 20th Century Studios got anything else to say? Um, <laughs> how was but the they day? did have. <laughs> but no, it is important to say they had a Comanche culture bearer advising them while they were writing the script. That mm. person sadly died. But then they found a producer called Jane Myers who was able to fulfil that same role. Right. And so during the film's production, she provided binders of reference materials to the production team. And there were Native American people working on all aspects of the movie, all over the crew and obviously the cast. So in that way, it's quite a unique and special film and we'll talk about at the end what they've done with the dub as well which is also unique yeah that's it let's do the movie lovely lovely so we start in the northern great plains and it's september 1719 a long time ago it is said a monster came here um we meet naru played by uh mid mid thunder who is a total badass with a tomahawk from the beginning yeah um she the and minute it hits that tree for the first time i got goosebumps it's so <laughs> cool uh she and sari clock a deer and then something in the sky spooks them both um sari tails tails get ta- caught in a trap then and she gives him this orange herb that heals him mm. i i got anxious about the dog, I was like, if they kill the dog in this movie... No, I'd, they're not going to do I that. I mean, they, no, I know, I know, but I just... I, you know what I'm like with animals and dogs? I'm like, then, oh my God. Well, I think everyone's like that with this film, though. They, yeah. they put that dog in a lot of danger and <laughs> that you, you're, you can't take your eyes off the dog. Mm. You don't care about the humans at, at several points. Yeah. It's true. But then she sees something descend from the sky and it, it's kind of the spaceship, but then it's no, it's just the film's title treatment. I know, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, I love, now you've got a thing for logos. I've got a thing for unusual, like. It's good. The best one, for, and bear in mind, this film isn't like one of our favourite films or anything. Have you seen it in Panic Room? God, not for years. It's so brilliant the way that the panic room is like um, suspended between the skyscrapers that the families, like the rich family. It's just so good. You don't need to do it. Who's got the time? But some people do. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I wish, I think Naru's brilliant, obviously. I like that we established she's capable, but not too capable. Because what I think they've done a really good job with is she wants to be a hunter and she says to her mum, you know, just because you think I can't. But it's like, you can't be too capable because then it's too easy uh, a fight. So you, she's really, she is a bit petulant, I think, and a bit like a child. 
because obviously her brother is so capable. So it's good to show she can like keep up with the deer. So she's good at this, but she's also got this medicine thing going on. So she's good at something else. So she's not just like, oh, I'm rubbish at everything. I want to be a hunter. She could have another career path that's really useful for the community, mm. but she's just got this thing that she wants. I just wish, but this because I'm being nitpicky because I like it. She sees the thing in the sky and the sound design is like, it almost sounds like a chopper, but it's not, it's not, it's just like the spaceship kind of thing. But I think the chopper thing is the callback to the original. I wish there was a reason that she saw it and not anyone else just apart from geography. She's just out on a run or whatever and she sees the thing. What? I think, I, I, I think I, I'm assuming here, but I think 300 years ago, sort of your life wasn't like, do you know, I might go for a run. We run all the time. No, it's it's good for my mental health. <laughs> what I, mean is... I, I run away from predators and I, I, I run towards prey. No, but but I don't one... just sort of go, do you, uh, do, do you need me to crush up these petals or can I go and, for a jog? No, listen, you, we'll can imagine, you can imagine me giving what can a, you, what can you bench? a note like, this which is it has to be a character that puts her in the path of the thing not just chance and it mm. is just chance she just happens to be the person that happens to be in that spot there has to be something about that girl that made her be there at that time why because that's just character work that's just just do better that's all it's an but, easy but fix. wouldn't it be a co- <laughs> thank you tony gilroy wouldn't it be too much of a coincidence though if no, see it right. We can do this a million times. Like, give me twenty minutes, I'll fix it. But it could be she. I can't. It's not. It's I didn't. Not I was, it's just it's when you sort of when you say it out loud. Sometimes it just it makes me. It makes, Why can't I? Twenty not? twenty minutes, and I'll fucking fix this. Film. I would fix it. This film that's been a success. It's uh-huh. already out. It's broken. And I'll do it for very cheap. <laughs> I'll do it for quite cheap compared to what someone is this got. Paid. Is this because he mentioned his website, Deserter? And, and now, now you're like. And by the way, I'm also um, available for freelance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any writers' rooms? I script. No, but this is a bad example, right? Bad example would be she's with her mum and she's having an argument and the argument sends her... She's going to go further than she's ever been because she's in a mood, right? So she goes further than she's ever been. She goes beyond the ridgeline. We never go beyond the ridgeline. She goes beyond the ridgeline because she had an argument about her wanting to be a hunter. She sees the thing. Right. Character work. No, got it. Got it. I didn't know what you meant. I totally get it. You wouldn't. Excellent. (laughs) Now I've heard it. I'm a fan. I like that. What you are. Just just nod. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um... We get a lovely tour of the camp, again, sort of showing us what life was like back then. We learn that the war chief is getting sick. They need a new war chief. We're setting up a lot of stuff here for later in the movie. Um, as you said, Nauru believes she's ready for the big hunt. We're setting that up. Um, and as you said, the mother doesn't believe she is ready and the brother doesn't think she can. So she's got a lot to prove mm. early on in the film. Uh, first section, Nauru versus Lion. That's mm. correct. Um, so the men go off to hunt a lion and Nauru and uh, Sari follow. Um, is it, I feel like Predator 1 is toxic masculinity. Predator 2 is like a response to toxic masculinity sure, because yeah. she gets talked down to a lot in this film. All the men sort of laugh at her. We won't be gone long enough to need a cook. Uh, <laughs> bless him, her brother sticks up for her here because at the start, we're not sure if we like the brother, but I think this is the, a very quick turn here. I think the dialogue's brilliant. Like when she, I can't remember how it goes, but the cadence of it is perfect where she's like, he says, you will get this line now. And she says, I know. And he says, because you have to. And she says, I know. And he says, because you have to, mm. because I've gone out on a limb for you and mm. don't like, don't embarrass me. Mm. But just the repetition, I think mm. it's brave and clever. We have already seen the uh, predator kill a snake at this point. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's R- just, just about to happen. It's spider, rodent, snake, predator. 
circle of life. Food right. chain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, though, I mean, that is embarrassing. If you return to Predator Homeworld and they go, so, how many humans? What'd you get? I got a snake. Well, so, I was at first, I was like, that's so silly. Because yeah. I know the Predator and it just, it's it's badass. Mm. But then doesn't someone say, it, it doesn't know what's going on, it doesn't know where it is, so it just starts small and gets bigger, so... But also, isn't the snake one of the deadliest... Sure, he doesn't yeah. care if it's he's, he's he's trying to find the deadliest. He's trying to find thing the deadliest. To kill, so he's got snake, wolf, bear. So they're just getting bigger and and more lethal. I think it's really cool. I, yeah. Once I got my eye with it, I really liked it because it's like he's an alien. He hasn't got a, fucking a, clue. Sn- a snake's deadly. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, fine. I just think it's I'm not l- actually scared of snakes. I so mean, it's lucky he found the bear. Is what I'm saying because <laughs> if he'd just gone home with a snake, it'd be like what on earth. Well, you know how much spaceship fuel is? Do you know, you went to Earth. We paid for you to go to Earth on your big hunt and you brought a snake back. I'm I'm frightened of snakes. I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah. The bravest showing? predator ever. Um, uh, I, I, there's lots of stuff here where the brother is very gung-ho. She's the voice of reason. She's already suspecting there's something up. She she finds the skin snake. She clocks a footprint. Um, she, she'd been sent back to camp with the injured, but then she heads back into the forest to warn her brother. We see her bravery. Um, Don't you think it would have been cool if, you know the fur trappers that come in later and there's the, is it bison or buffalo? Because another difference, but whatever. Yeah, you, you can't wash your hands in a buffalo. <laughs> But so anyway, she's there. She speaks to herself. You're very, very funny. Basin. That's because I, I know. That's only because he's back. You're right. No, no, no. Why not to get them all? <laughs> well, <laughs> but what I mean is, they, it's like she doesn't know this fur trap is there until she's in their cage thing. But wouldn't it be better if they did know so that when she says to her brother, what skins a snake? He could go, well, the fur trapper might do that, mightn't he? Because they skin stuff. Mm. And then you just get one reason to dismiss her that even the audience could be like, oh, yeah, maybe. Wouldn't be a fur trapper, though. It'd be a a snake trapper. Yeah, they just just skin all sorts, don't they? They just... Specifically fur, though. Well, yeah, but also skins for <laughs> for accessories. Um, so it's time for her big hunt, and uh, she's once she's before she kills the lion, she's to tell it this is as far as you go. Mm. Oh, wonder if that will pay off. Right now. <laughs> so I wasn't sure about this whole bit. I know you mentioned not liking the the brother. I thought he was coming back and falsely claiming that he'd killed the lion. Because you know you see her swivel around and throw the spear in it as she falls off the tree. Yeah. And I thought, she's killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, as it turns out, she hadn't. She'd yeah. wounded it and she didn't actually finish the job. But for a while, I thought he was going, yep, I did this, oh. and falsely claiming to be the new war chief by <laughs> claiming he killed the lion. And he didn't. And, but she looks burning with jealousy. He did kill she the might, lion, though, yeah. did he? He did, yes. Yeah. 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 No, he did, yeah. he did. He did. And she doesn't think she killed it. That's the, that's the good point, isn't it? Because... Yeah. She stood there watching the ceremony. She's livid, but mm. she doesn't go, no, 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 that was me. Yeah. So she believes that she didn't do it. And she didn't do it. She no. just wounded it. Yeah. He becomes the new war chief. And uh, yeah, she's really angry now because she's, she's seriously got something to prove. So the next morning she heads out of first light. And I really like this sequence yeah, because too. you've got the women all heading in one direction to do their domestic chores, yeah. basically. And it's a repetition. So it's the commute because she yeah. saw it the first exactly. morning. She's like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. She's not doing that. She's walking into the wild. Uh, we get another one of these circles of life where it's rabbit, wolf, predator. And we see her tying her her tomahawk to a rope. She scorpions from Mortal Kombat, her tomahawk. Oh, yeah. Get over here! Oh, yeah! It's great. She's smart. And also, I feel like this is her learning a, a cool move, like in a sports movie. Yeah. And um, Trachtenberg said... 
Um, I cannot wait for audiences to fall in line. At, uh, what have I written here? I don't know. What I, did 20th Century Studios write? No, I think this is something he said to, to Deserter. Um, <laughs> uh, Sky, script doctor. He <laughs> said this is a parody. <laughs> he said this is a sports movie. That's the engine of this movie for me. I'm not an athletic person. I don't play sports. I don't watch sports. But I love sports films because they are visceral, warm, hopeful and aspirational. I love the idea this movie could be inspirational as well as intense, and terrifying. And I do think there is that sporting aspect. Yes. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Um, we see the predator spraying the wolf skull. Mm. He's got his trophy. Um, he's still in shadow, so they're doing the same thing with the reveal here. Um, find the skinned buffalo, but also find a cigar. It's a proper dancers with wolves moment there. That's sure. where all the buffalo have been skinned. Uh, the predator's tracking her via her footprints, uh, like her using the predator's footprints earlier. So that's a really cool way of the hero and villain mirroring each other, which is mm. always good. This is, this, that's, I, I'd never noticed that the first time because of wine but this time I did absolutely go oh my god they're basically she's trying to prove herself as a hunter to her tribe and the predator's trying to prove itself as a hunter to its people mm-hmm. so they both have the, exactly the same journey mm. in this film it's like who's oh, going to yeah. win yeah. who's going to do it better oh, that's yeah. good that's a good point um, she gets muddied up here call back to, to, to what we talked about on Monday but for a very different reason she falls in a swamp do you, don't you find it weird that they rule of four it they don't rule of three it when she's throwing the tomahawk to try and pull herself oh gosh, out of yeah. the wood it's like one one, two, and you're like, and the third time she'll get it, and then it doesn't work the third time. Well, it's yeah. a weird but rule I, of four. Th- it's one of the tensest things I can remember seeing for ages because I must have thought on an unconscious level, you're like, here we go. Oh no, yeah. she's going to die. Mm-hmm. And I know she wasn't going to die because that wouldn't make sense, but I thought. I just know because I thought she might go under but I didn't yeah there's no way but. Like, like the tunnel in Neverending Story oh my god that is what I thought yeah, yeah. Artex <laughs> escapes by going through a tunnel if yeah. you're Vicky's children yeah. it's funny you say that he said the inspiration of this scene came from Neverending Story really? Really? yeah he just said they had more money than us <laughs> <laughs> we were doing it on a, on a much lower budget this sequence did he did he did he mention the tunnel the tunnel the tunnel, <laughs> the tunnel, the tunnel Arctic, of survival uh, yeah oh, I should have brought that up <laughs> um, I've said this before but fun fact uh, quicksand the only thing that Ron Perlman is scared of <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say that that is a fun fact it's, it's fun isn't it yeah. it's, it's better than all the Predator movies are exactly the same that, running that time. lit me on fire, but I love I that think fact. that's fascinating. I do too. 107 minutes, not 148 oh God, minutes. Oh, listen to Monday's episode, we did this. <laughs> this one's longer. Uh, Nauru versus... <laughs> Nauru. But, but this one's longer. Excellent. <laughs> it is. Okay, but, good. Than four movies before it that have almost the exact same runtime. Nauru versus Bear. So this uh, is the bit that bothered me from the trailer, right? Especially because in the trailer, the way that the trailer is cut, it looks like she's poked the bear to make it run after her so that she can have something chase her. And then Talbe says earlier, prior to this, to you you can't be a hunter or you can be a hunter or whatever, but you have to hunt something that's hunting you. So that's fine because the predator's doing it. But then I was like, oh, she does it to the bear. She like bites off more than she can chew kind of thing. She sees a big fucking bear and she's like, this is it. And she fires a thing at it to make it run after her. And she doesn't. It's all by accident. She just gets sniffed and then that's it. So I was a bit disappointed. I have a problem with it because I don't know what she thought she was going to do. Like there isn't, you don't look at this situation and go, yeah, you got, you got a good chance of killing that bear with your little bow and arrow. But yeah. you, you're like, that was a stupid, she seems like a bit of an idiot in this scene. It's like, why, why take on a bear? Mm. Isn't she trying to save her dog? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, that could be it. Do you want the dog to die? No, nope. obviously not. Would you fight a bear to save Simon? 
Uh, for the purpose of this podcast, yes. Um, but that's it. <laughs> what about in real life? No, of course not. Of I course. would be mad if you fought a bear to save your dog. I'd be really cross at you. He, he, he doesn't need my help to... He, Don't, so that's fair. Yeah, very, what very you fast. saw you, he'd be like, turn around. Can you stay out of this, please? Also, this is so weird because we were watching this together and I explained to him that if you want to escape from a bear, you run in a zigzag because mm. the bear will then follow the zigzag. And you've got to leave your clothes in a pile. Isn't that true? <laughs> Don't think that's true. <laughs> because it, it sniffs you. Perv, you pervert. You, you know how I feel about dying naked. I, I would keep my clothes on <laughs> and, and die. die. <laughs> um, and on that bombshell, let's take a quick break. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. So the bear initially gets the better of the predator before the predator just punches it out. <laughs> and then holds it aloft. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. That's a victory stance. Mm. Who is the stance for? The predator is alone. So he's going, look at me. Oh, there's no one here. Like, do you know what I mean? But we've established um, in the film on Monday that the predator has a sense of humour. Mm. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Look but- at me. He's going to be using it as an anecdote when yeah. he returns to the Predator homeworld. He'll, yeah. be, he'll be like, and then, guys, I, just, I held it above my head. And if I knocked a bear out with a punch, I think I would pick it up and go, yeah! Chris Tilly, you're never going to knock a bear out with a punch. Well, but I'd like to see him try. I would too. Let's head to the zoo. What, what about a little cub? <gasps> Bang! <You> didn't just... <laughs> Bosh! Yeah. A teddy bear? You want, to, you want to hit a teddy knock bear? Knock its teeth out. Oh, my God. I think you could punch a goat out. Um, 
No, I think you'd break your hand. They've got famously hard heads. Yeah. <laughs> they do, they famously. Butt all the time. Yeah. That's literally the one thing goats do. I, li- I picked the worst animal. Yeah, there's a phrase all about it about butting heads. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, stupid. Uh, Nauru escapes down some rapids and the fellas appear to bring her home. Um, and they're starting to figure this stuff out. Like I said on Monday, that the hunter's looking for the strongest beast, the toughest opponent, perceives her as weak right now. Um, men have the weapons, so that's who it's killing. And it's like, it's do- I think they're filling in a lot of blanks here Nauru is but I mean she's smart we've done she's smart it's fine you need the film to do that yeah um and then we get lasers oh this is my favorite bit because it's the most upsetting part I just it feels like cheating as well like it's not fair because if the predator really doesn't enjoy an easy sport like doesn't like bait and all the rest of it the bolts thing the laser bolt thing Mm. is really it's a huge advantage and I guess the difference is in the 87 version, they kind of know what a laser is. Yeah. That you're confused at first, but here it's just, it's that confusion of what the hell is this? It's using lasers to kill us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, uh, but also he said it's a sports movie. I feel like if the predator is like a, is there for the sport, it's kind of unfair to be invisible when you're fighting your opponents. Mm. Yes, it is unfair. I, I feel I feel like the predators should want a more level playing field. Yeah, yeah. Um, they fight. But and- it's the only one there, so. It, when it goes home to the Predator homeworld, which I've, I've mentioned already, <laughs> yes. you see, they, they go, wow, you killed all these and you weren't cloaked because that's not allowed. Not once. Don't even know how to use it. Can you show me which button it is again? Why, why did you take it then? Oh, I just forgot to leave it behind. But I would not, of course I didn't use it. <laughs> they fire some arrows into the Predator and, and we now see it and it's fierce. Mm. Uh, he chops off a dude's arm then removes his head he chops off another bloke's legs. My favourite is the explosion of blood in the grasslands where he kills <gasps> that guy. That's just, awesome. That's fantastic. It looks so, so good. Cool. Uh, that's because Nauru is smart. She's run. She makes it to the field. And, and that's where... And I feel like that's kind that top-down view we have is very much like Spielberg's Lost, Lost World. World with the yeah. Velociraptors. Little, yeah. little tribute to that. Mm. Um, she gets caught in a trap. Next section, Nauru versus Trappers. It's great. I love it when they turn up. I totally forgot them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so she sort of wakes up in a cage. And it, it, it's also, we get that aspect in this film, which wasn't in 87's version, is that are the humans more evil than the villain in this film? Mm-hmm. Which is always good to have in a film. I got a sort of a Southern Comfort vibe yeah, me too. from these guys. Sure, the party at the end, the best bit in that movie. <laughs> but wasn't oh, that, isn't that true? Is Southern Comfort, it is set in the US, it's not set in Canada, or is it set in Canada? No, it's in the US. Yeah, yeah so they were... French yes. fur trappers yep. that settled. Do you remember? I think that, I think these men are called French voyagers, but, right. but I think we, we call them Cajun trappers, are they, in, yeah. in Southern Comfort? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like the fact they don't bother subtitling them. Yeah, me this too. This film does lots of interesting stuff with mm. subtitles, I think. Um, I'm always half convinced I can speak French. I can't. So I was like, I understand everything that's going on. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so convinced I can a bit. As long as there are no further questions, Mark, <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. exactly what's going on. I think just he's, he's said. just, he said, uh, yeah. where, where are yeah. the others? Yeah, he's, uh, he, he said, God, oh, bloody love trapping. I love trapping. <laughs> oh, check out my trapping. <laughs> We get our English speaker now who says to her, I think this creature is a hunter looking for the strongest beast. Sorry, not not, not English speaker. But he can speak to her. Um, how does he know that? Yeah, I don't know. Again, this is for the benefit of uh, the audience, I think, rather than uh, what would happen in the movie. Her brother's in another cage. Um, they cut him so he will bleed. They cut him on the chest. Yeah. 
which is what happens Billy, to Billy. Billy. I was going to talk about that, but you've done it on Monday. Uh, they tie the pair to a tree and wait from a distance, and uh, they find themselves getting bumped off one by one. I mean, it's great. It's it's uh, just a variety of kills. Yeah. And I mentioned it at the start, but that net. It's awesome. I mean, I loved it in Predator 2, where it's uh, it's the couple having sex in the skyscraper, and then the Predator turns up uh, because all the gangbangers have turned up to kill them, and then he fires it against the wall. I remember seeing that. Yeah. And it, it's the same thing, but here they take it to the next level where he literally dissolves. Yeah, because you're underneath as well. Mm. Uh, Tabe tells Nauru that her line plan worked, which is sort of the little boost that she needs at this point in the film. She's, she's sort of growing in confidence and he tells her, you see what I miss. Yeah, but she's, like, she's showing off a bit. She's like, I'm smarter than a beaver. She's like, Jesus Christ. He's it's just, also like, is he's it the time for up? messing around? <laughs> like, Please don't chop my hand off. He's bigged you up as well. He's gone, look, your line plan was right. And also, I'm smarter than a beaver, by the way. You didn't mention that, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> um, she's not sure if it can be killed, Tabe says. If it bleeds, we can kill it. You don't like that, though, do you? I do like it. Oh, what, you no, do? no, what, what I, I'd like the repetition. What I think it's a shame is this is what I said before. Um, the orange stuff, we eat the orange stuff, we can't be seen. It's like, oh, it's such a shame that you weren't able to think of another way of defeating the predator <coughs> rather than the the mimic of the mud, I can't be seen. Do you know what I mean? Like That just disappointed me because there's so much about this which leans into it and is still fresh and all the rest of it. But the central trick of like, if I do this, it can't see me. Right. So the only way to beat the predator is to hide and then kill it. And there must be another way of doing it. But then Chris has said, like, maybe that would disappoint. Like, is that is that the thing that you disappoint fans of Predator? I think the thing is, you, earlier on, you see, the, the reason I gave it a pass on that is because earlier on when you see her get covered in the quick mud. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, so are they going to do the mud thing again? And then mm. when that is irrelevant mm. and it's the petals, I was like, oh, okay, it feels new. No, I just, okay. I'm just being mean again because I, I really loved it. And I just wish they'd been able to do something that either builds on or honors the memory of or whatever but isn't the central the, the thing is the same the you know what's at the center of that is it invisibility can't see yeah, yeah. Uh, the predator goes to town on the trappers here, uh, which is some great visuals. Uh, it's a good visual gag as well when they spend ages trying to reload their oh, guns. I love that joke. I was, I love that. They open fire it and then it's mm. just like it plays on the knowledge that it takes fucking yep. ages to reload a gun <laughs> yeah, in like, yeah. 1719. Yep. Had to take that out of my nunscript, that joke now. Oh, shit. Fucking annoying. <laughs> yep. Nunscript, deserter, sky, uh, <laughs> script doctor. So, uh, what happens next? Uh, Tabe goes for the horses while she goes for Sari. Um, So, this bit, she's like, I'm going to go, I'll meet you in a minute. I'm going to get my dog. Mm. She goes to get a dog. She kills four people. (laughs) She kills, so she kills four people. Mm. She should. She's mad. They trapped her. They're going to do bad things to her. And I, she's getting her dog, and I know that's the most important thing in the world to They were going to kill her. They were going to kill her 100%, but she she just kills four people out of nowhere. Like, I know she can do it, mm. but she hasn't done it. And you think she'd do one and be like, oh, fucking hell, okay, I've done that now. Let's just start ch- like chopping up everybody else. But four in a one is quite a lot. It's this moment where it was a combination of the predator slaughtering the trappers, this moment where she kills four trappers, and then their final fight that I was just like... This outdoes the original in terms of the quality of the action, yeah, the fight scenes. It's incredible. Mm. There isn't a huge amount of action in the 87 film. There's a lot no. of killing, True. but sort of combat. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot here. Um, but it's, like, it's just times have changed. I mean, it's just, and obviously, you can thank Predator for it, but 
the audience is we don't just want a wall of noise now of like this is action happening like and oh, it's it's the choreography i don't of, know no i prefer this kind of it's more like a dance i think it's better it's more sophisticated and there's more storytelling happening that shot in a minute where tarbe appears to sort of say oh, uh, on the horse and he's on the horse yeah. i was like fucking hell that's so good like and it, what is it like it's but it's just balletic it's amazing but, but also not in the original script that's something that the producer jane myers brought to it through her knowledge and she said you know we're a horse culture we have to have horses in this film or it's not true to life and later on when Naru whistles to, to, to sort of attract the predator again that was her we're a whistling culture this is something we use a lot yeah. so it's great to have all these sort of this authenticity mm. to the story and it's also badass and he knocks off the predator's mask it's yeah. cool ballsy great um, but it's a big mistake huge <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I mean, Tabe. I love that. You know, I do. Uh, Tabe gives the predator everything he's got, and it is impressive. Um, the predator goes daily, invisible, yeah. makes it a bit easier again. Not allowed. Uh, and he, get, he knows he's going to die, so he says to his sister, "This is as far as I go. Bring it home." Um, he's going to fight on so she can escape. It's. I found this quite emotional, really. I was very sad that he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does get sad killed. for her. Sad for me. But with his dying breath, he stabs the predator in the leg, which gives her time to get away. Uh, and this is her sort of low point, isn't it? This is her dark night of the soul. Yeah. And she's washing the blood off her hands in the river, and she sees the trapper who looks a lot like Mark Addy. <laughs> True. <laughs> really does. Yeah. <laughs> I, for a while, I was just pretended it was him. I love him so much. <laughs> Uh, and then we're in the final section, Naru versus Predator. So she knocks out the trapper and uses him as bait by oh. cutting off one of his legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. How long do you think that took her? <laughs> While he was unconscious as well. You think he'd wake up? <laughs> like, like, fucking hell, what are you doing? But the best moment in that sequence is where she just sidesteps slightly out of the way and the Predator walks past her yeah. and towards him to kill her. It's her. like, oh. So beautiful. She says to that trapper, "You bled my brother. Now you bleed." Yeah, I felt like that. I felt good for Tarbe. Then this is <laughs> this is what he deserved. Um, uh, this is when she does the whistle. But um, yeah, the predator comes and cuts off uh, the trapper's head. Yep. Uh, she shoots in the back of the head, and you think, "Oh, she's missed," but it knocks his mask off. Oh, wonder why she's done that. <laughs> you said you wanted a new way to kill her. I did not see this coming. No, I didn't. And it no, sets it up earlier in it the does, camp. Yeah. It does, because there is someone shoots at the predator, it bounces off his mask and straight back at the person who shot them. So uh, that's all happening. So uh, she lures him to the mask. She jumps down from an eye and she sort of hoboloned the place a little bit. She has, yeah. <laughs> Which is always good. But it's the same as in the original. Yeah, so traps, they were just, uh, they're just traps you know, are fine. spiky trees, a little bit of a... What else are you going to do? You've got, yeah. you've got a set of traps. And she does borrow... Arnie's best line from the original come on do it it's not quite <laughs> oh, as, come on like do it, it. <laughs> so it's all about her weapons now her skills her athleticism her ingenuity um, I hadn't noticed the first time I watched it she rips off one of his mandibles and stabs him with it does she yes <laughs> um, Sari helps out um, the predator chops off his own arm and then they're back in the swamp uh, which sinks him is he dead Nah, of course he's not nah. dead. He emerges just like Arnie mm. emerging from uh, the swamp, but also kind of an Apocalypse Now vibe Definitely. as well. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, and she says, uh, this is as far as you go. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. Um, so she wants him to shoot. She's using his weapon against him. It fires the spear gun at Naru and misses. The projectile homes in on the Predator and kills him. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what does she do? She does her war cry and she returns to the tribe with the predator's head and gun. And now she's the war chief. Do you like, 
go on. No, do you like the little bit where the little girl who yeah. looks at her and have her entire life thought she was just going to be picking shrubs and now sees yeah. her and goes, it's really cute. oh shit, I can be a warrior. I can do that. Problem, there's going to be no one fucking picking shrubs anymore. So <laughs> they're go- there's going to be a complete lack of shrubs in that community. I also think because Naru, she is still quite, I don't quite trust her. I think, I think if they get another alien, she's your woman. Another lion, maybe not. Because there's something about she's just so focused on this. I don't know, but I think that's good. She doesn't she doesn't seem that transformed. She seems like to me, she's gone, I did this thing that I told you I could do, but it's been quite an intense night and I maybe haven't honed my skills as right. much the, as well. Well the like. lion yeah. thing though, the the only reason she didn't succeed with the lion is because of the predator. Why? Because the predator uh, screams out and it c- grabs her attention because she's the one aware that the oh, predator's yeah. there. That's she's. I think she's going to get the lion. It's just oh, that split enough. second. So okay. she's just defeated the thing that stopped her killing the lion. Oh, oh. That, that works. Are you thinking that sort of during that whole last sequence though, where uh, when she's being hailed as the new war chief, she's like, "Oh shit, I didn't. Act, I'm not really ready for this." But yeah. the, the wheels have been set in motion now, and it's it's yeah. kind of awkward if I go, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, this yeah. is not what I mean. it's like when you don't know someone's name, but you've met them a million times. Yeah, and you can't keep calling them love, but you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I do that a lot. I do too. Darling, how are you? <laughs> Hello, Laura. Yeah. All right, Pet. <laughs> we done? We're done. Uh, one little bit of trivia. Um, how long is this movie, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, it's a little bit longer right. than the previous <laughs> horses. Um, you'll know this one, Alex. The gun she gets given by the translator. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so I didn't know this, but oh. I, I knew you'd know. Yeah. yeah. The engraving on the gun reveals it to be the same weapon that a predator gives to Mike Harrigan in 1997 at the end of Predator 2. Okay. Hello. Well done. Hello. Well done. Well done. Um, predator 2 is great, by the way. Okay. Jesse Ventura tweeted about this film. He tweeted at Amber Midthunder and the director, thank you for making such a thoughtful, creative and wonderful film. Mm. Bill Duke was also enthusiastic. Fuck Jesse! <laughs> <laughs> Bill Duke t- uh, tweeted, it's an amazing film. Um, Amber Midthunder is phenomenal. Mm. So it's nice to see the old cast praising the new cast. But Dan Trachtenberg has, has gone on the record saying he felt it was a real shame that the film didn't get a theatrical release. Which totally. Is not, he's not supposed to say that, but I appreciated the fact that he did. Um, he says he wished people could see it with a crowd. I saw it with a very little crowd, but it, it you know, it's a crowd pleasing movie. But it's not just that, it's what you were saying about the balletic choreography yeah. of those fight scenes. Like to watch that on a big screen, it's just, it is a real shame. Uh, but equally, he thinks if they'd done the theatrical, they wouldn't have done this uh, Comanche dub version of the film, mm. which was released on the same day as the uh, English language we'll call it version which has never happened before there's never been a film that's in the Comanche language ever and for it to be released at the same time as this version uh, was a really unique thing and so he sort of tried to find a positive and that's your lot great stuff so Vicky what was your favourite scene? Uh, the final fight <laughs> because of the choreography from the minute she's up the tree so mirroring the lion thing and then she jumps at it and then she gets the dog involved and she's on its back and then I've, the, I, it's so satisfying when it gets shot in the head yeah. because you're like you stupid thing <laughs> like because also there's a flaw in the logic of the predator the way the logic is set out by the trapper which is it's looking for the strongest thing it will only know it's found the strongest thing when it dies because otherwise it's just going to keep going till it dies isn't it so that's fine there's a flaw in its own sport um but that's good to see it sort of under hoist by its own petard, if you will. And it's just such a satisfying death because I'm scared of that thing and I hate it. So I'm glad that it died like that. <laughs> there we go. 
Because I'm terrified of the lights, yeah, aren't I? So are. turn the lights back yeah, on the, itself. The dead lights. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a laser pointer to sit here <laughs> during the podcast. I honestly think it will make me have a panic attack. Excellent. Like, <laughs> uh, the Trapper carnage. I, I, I mean, it's a toss-up for me. Any of those final three fights, the, yeah. the Trappers being massacred, the final fight that you mentioned, or the fight at the camp between her and the Trappers. But I'm going for Trapper carnage just because of that net. That fucking love that net. <laughs> I mean, you two are correct. It's, it's all those. It's those three things, mm. isn't it? But so to be stupid and different I'm going to say um, the predator fighting a bear <laughs> even though the bear doesn't look very realistic <laughs> uh, most valuable whatever Alex um, weirdly it's almost Bennett Taylor as the Italian trapper I really like him wow. I think he's great you um, know that character's from the comics I did not. There is a, a long time ago, there was a historical Predator comic and he uh, pops up in it briefly for a few pages. Oh, really? And so he could have a backstory or he could have a, he could have a spin-off. He's great. It's almost him. It's almost Dakota Beavers as Tarbe. I think mm. he's brilliant. He's really good. I, that was his debut, I think. It Absolutely. Was, yeah. what, he's got real Fantastic. presence. Yeah, he's brilliant. Um, he's a musician and I read right. this amazing interview with him where he's like, this, this was hard because the weather was all the rest of it. He said, but with my family and my band, we're in Nashville and we are sweating our asses. I didn't say that. For four hours a night, every day, in front of all these audiences, he says, this is perfect. Like, this is brilliant by mm. comparison. I was just really pleased for him. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. He's great. Um, it's almost him, though, uh, but it's Amber Midthunder. I just think she's mm. fan-fucking-tastic in that role. I just, I, I, I get it. I get it completely. Yeah. I, I, did you see Legion? No, I didn't. She's in, I she's she's in the in Dan it. Stevens Marvel show Legion, and I mean, she's brilliant in that. You can just tell this is this is a star. Mm. But yeah, unbelievable. Uh, Vicky Amber Mid Thunder. Mm. She's really good. Uh, she does the most amazing shocked face I've seen mm-hmm. in a long time. Like she's got quite big eyes, so that helps. But mm. I've ne- like it's incredible. She's like what? She gives good <laughs> like, face. She does yeah, some yeah. brilliant face acting, mm. and I'm a big fan of face acting. But. It's in the writing as well, but she, the way she plays it, she's at once petulant and focused and brave and also reckless. And that's what you want. Like, there is a version of this story, which I would also love, but it's too close to the original, where it's Tarbe. You can still make Tarbe uh, a woman if you wanted to do that flip. But you've got the most competent fighter of the community going toe-to-toe with the Predator, like you had in the original one. And, you know, Tarbe comes undone by this and has to learn new skills or has to lean into some pain or whatever it is. So to have someone who's basically incompetent sort of growing into it is a, is a different choice and I wasn't sure if I was going to love it as much because maybe I just wanted more of like a carbon copy of the original but she's so good at this that I was really sold by that version of the story good choices the correct choices Um, but we do call it whatever so I can have whatever you can have whatever yeah okay so I think the the most valuable person involved with this project was the kid that incorrectly described Predator to Dan Trachtenberg when they were children. Because <laughs> that's how we got here. So uh, that lad on the way to the karate tournament, thank you. Yep, well done. Uh, Vicky, uh, what would you change? Right, so it's only a little thing. Um, she wants to, Nari wants to be a hunter and her mum is like, well, maybe not. And her brother's like, maybe not. And the boys that she knows are like, absolutely not. But I wanted to see that her life was a bit more on these rails that she wasn't happy with. I wanted someone to say, you're going to do medicine and we need that. So stop fucking around. Mm. So that when she goes off to, uh, when she sort of breaks the commute and she sees the woman with the baby in the papoose and she's like, that is not for me. I'm going the other way. Mm. The consequences of doing that would be more severe because someone very high up, like basically a grown up who's not her mum has said, you need to stop this. If you 
keep on like this, you're out kind of thing. Like we, we, you've no place in this community because your job is medicine and you're good at it and that's what we need to stop messing around. So that when she goes off on the quest, the consequences are more severe, which if you don't succeed at this quest, you are then ostracised from the community. That's it. Good. M- mine, mine is very basic. Well, I'll do mine because it's even more basic. No, mine's very basic. That's why I'm going to say it first, so it yeah, doesn't I don't end on mine. No, 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 I, want, I don't want uh, to get rid of the CGI. Uh, I think, I think, <laughs> the, I think the CGI bear and the CGI wolf look really bad, and I don't Aww. know if something was cut out of the budget, but it, I don't know. I sort of, I was you, dreading you getting a, to those scenes. You wanted a real bear in that moment. Not is a real. Is this going back to you think you could punch out a bear? <laughs> A little one. Right, yeah, fine. <laughs> All right, what's yours, Alex? Uh, the predator's it's not, better be good now. It's not allowed to shut up. It's not allowed to use invisibility because it's cheating. It's what? cheating. Yeah. Yeah. It just can't. It's like okay, it's cheating. No, so, it's, it's the CGI bear. It's rubbish. <laughs> I didn't mind the bear. <laughs> no, it's rubbish. That's fine. Right then. Yeah, we're done. Oh, right, brilliant. It's my week, so we're going to do the verdict. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! I did it. It did it. I did it. I think we're going to start a new thing in 2023 where you Please, just, can you, we? You just get it right, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that the thing we're <laughs> Oh, it's on, it's on you to get it right. <laughs> yeah. Is it? But that was a good be, start. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It's, we're, we're approaching bullying. I just want to... <laughs> I just want to... We're, we're complimenting. Let the record show. I literally just said you did it right. How is that bullying? <laughs> I don't think you understand the definition of bullying. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, no, that's that, good. That's, that's No, that's good because I don't want to go first, actually, because I actually don't know. So. Okay, do Alex first. Go on, then. You know, I, I will say that me and Alex had a little chat before you got here and we're in exactly the same situation. We do. I've got two, I've got two answers here. Yeah, I don't know. So you go Wow, first. this is good. I'm honestly going to say this is the toughest call I've ever had to make in the history wow. of Clash of the Titles. <laughs> and this is, this is not a strong reason. I'll, I'll say, pray is excellent. The action is way better than Predator. And this is where it sort of falls apart as a verdict because it it could be a better film. And I know I always try and remove this aspect from when I give a verdict, but it is impossible for me to remove nostalgia Mm -hmm. from my viewing of The Predator. Um, I pretended on Monday it was in my top five Arnie movies. It's my second favourite Arnie movie of all time. Wow. I absolutely Which Terminator love it. is it better than? Total Recall. Total Recall oh, is... Oh, so Terminator is below this. Below this, yeah. Oh, wow. Total Recall is the best Arnie movie. Okay. Fact. Uh, not opinion. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I just... I love it. I love the machismo. I love the hitherto unknown to me Mac and Blaine love story. Um, I just love the whole goddamn thing. So my vote goes for Predator with a lot of love for Prey. Vicky, you're next, please. Uh, all right, so I, I've, when I, 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 had, I don't have that nostalgia for Predator because I've only seen it once, mm. and I watched it second out of these. So I watched Prey with only having memories of Predator, and I was like, easy, it's Prey, definitely. I don't remember en- enjoying Predator that much, to be honest. Then watched it again, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, so close. It's really, really good. So I'm just going to do it on the same metrics that you did, and that is I'm more... Uh, engage with the lead in Prey. The action is better in Prey. I think the story is a bit fresher. Uh, the Predator is at times a wall of noise with like, we're going to blast the jungle. It's like, that's not my thing. Mm. 
Um, so I'm just going to say pray and stop talking. Oh, I messed up there by chucking it to you. You yeah. were supposed to chuck it to me. Mm, oh, was yeah. I supposed Bugger. to say no? Yeah, but I well, thought it clever. Chris doesn't really want the no. ultimate vote on this. No. Because, oh, okay. His and job depends on uh, Yeah, but I don't know why he did it this way. because I'm really messed up. You were going to go with yeah, pray. I, was gonna I go very pray. nearly didn't. Really? Yeah, okay. but I just remembered. It's the Arnie thing. I can't pretend. I'm not like, yay, Arnie, I love him. I only love him when he basically is a mm. machine and he isn't a machine enough of pray. I mean, he he's an every good. he's an every man. Yeah. He's, he's just so relatable. <laughs> Jim and John Thomas, they know how to write every man. Uh, so, thirteen-year-old me obviously likes Predator more. Forty-something me obviously likes Prey more. Mm-hmm. Who do I side with? I don't know. It's a draw. It's a draw you this week. Wow! Oh draw. my god! The system works because there's three of us. That's what? how this works. What a way to start the year. No, you know, I think I was gonna go. You could toss a coin. With Predator. But when you listed, when you were doing Best Scene, those three action sequences, Mm. Predator's distinctly lacking in that. Mm. And for that reason, and for the reason you said, Vicky, that that Nauru is such a much more engaging protagonist. Than Arnie! Than the everyman that is Dutch! (laughs) He's so relatable! Do it, Chris, do it. You can do it. You're so close. Just take it over the line. I'm I'm going to vote for... Pray. Oh my god! Because I don't have this as much nostalgia. But I mean, it's it, we could have tossed a coin. It is that close. It is that close. But Prey has beaten Predator. Oh god, it I is. Feel, I feel sick. Feel sick. <laughs> I feel really. I really need a drink. <laughs> it is the winner this week. Prey is the best Predator movie. Holy smoke! No, no, it's too late. Predator. It's too it's late. Predator. It's, not, it's too late. We have a winner, and the winner is Prey. Uh, obviously. It's been very close here in the studio. You will have the chance to vote for which you think is the better film when the poll goes up on our Twitter at ClashPod. <sighs> wow. That's going to be an interesting poll. Cool. Looking forward to it. So that's it. Fanuary week one is done. Fanuary week two. The sequel is coming up next week. So the clue I sh- uh, both of us gave yes. on Monday. Uh, mine was music is the food of love, which I, uh, it's not great. Yours was uh, shop till we shop drop till we drop. Not great. Vicky, you don't know what they are. Do you want to? No. Have- this is quite interesting. So we when you do said this- music is the food of love, do you remember mm. when we did the the Shakespeare updates? And I was like, are we doing mm. one? Of- is there another one of those that I've the, missed? The, you got to focus on the music yeah. bit of the. Um- Ignore the food. Is it you? Because you keep banging on about us doing. Not Sing Street. That's the kids' film, isn't it? What's the other one that you love? Um, oh, that musical's one that I Irish don't director. Do. Yeah, Kira Knightley. Uh, oh, come on. Sing Street is the, the one by the Irish oh, director. Yeah, yeah, oh, it is yeah, Sing yeah, you're thinking, you're yeah. thinking of Sing. The I one with the, the singing with pig. The creatures. Yeah, which is actually really good. <laughs> which we probably should do. Actually. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's Have you seen Sing too? Uh, yeah, it's good. So we're not doing that. No. So then shop to you drop us like are we we're not doing I love Fisher's shopaholic, no, are we? No, no, no. <laughs> no, this is actually painful. But if you combine music and shop, <laughs> you're gonna get there. Music yeah. and shopping. We're oh we're doing train spotting. No, wow. No. It's on the list. <laughs> is yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Music and two lyrics film, with Two right? films set in music shops. Yeah, music. Oh, shop. Empire Records. Yes. And High Fidelity. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both are available to rent from various places yeah. online. So next week's Fanuary, and we'll announce who gave us this wonderful suggestion on next week's show, is Empire Records versus High Fidelity. Uh, until then, thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying Fanuary. I think it's been off to a cracking start with a controversial, maybe, result. We'll be back on Monday when we're talking Empire Records. Until then, have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye. Listener.
Clash of the Titles is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. We're kicking off during March Madness. Cal's Kentucky Wildcats are in the hunt. So throughout the tournament, I'm going to call up my friend to ask about his wins, losses, and especially what he's telling his players in the locker room. You got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.